popcorn junkies for a solo review. I thought I'd try and emulate the poster with Bob Odenkirk from Nobody. <laughs> so Nobody is a new uh, action thriller um, starring, as I said, Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul. Uh, also known uh, as the uh, solicitor, Saul, in, I'm just thinking, where have I got an action figure somewhere of Saul, uh, from Breaking Bad. Fabulous actor, very droll, very cool, very low-key performer. Uh, he's been knocking about for years, he often has small parts. He's, he, he's what I like to call uh, a sort of Buscemi-type actor, until, of course, of course, Better Call Saul came along. Uh, you know, he's always kind of three or four or five down the kind of credit list, but always whacks in a fabulous uh, performance. I think it's from the producers of John Wick, and I heard about this in the States. I think it was released during either the last lifting of the lockdown in America or around the time the lockdown in certainly California first lifted. And it did very well at the box office. I am a big fan of B-movies or movies that are never going to be perfect. So we're not going to, you know, I think we all, I think we all fall foul as, as film critics, observers, fans. We all fall foul of potentially sometimes thinking there is somehow a perfect film out there. We score them. We say it's this, we say it's that. There's no such thing. But I tell you what I do miss is that because the industry strives for success so completely and all the time, it's a little bit like this in television as well, there's very little room for films to cut through that are perhaps not commercially massively successful, but they're interesting and they're not brilliantly executed from, you know, first shot to last shot, story arc and all that, but they're compelling, they're rugged, they're ragged, they're fascinating, and most importantly, they are kind of, they're sort of taking the pulse of the moment. And this is where I wanted to do a quick solo review of this film, because I think there's not a lot to really describe about this film. It's not an incredibly complex film, it's not incredibly thematic, it's an action thriller but within it I think there's something that that really that will really sort of speak to the coming out of lockdown or having been in lockdown for a year year and a half nearly two years now frustrations that we've all gone through I don't know if you ever remember a film come, that came out years ago called Falling Down, I think starring Michael Douglas, where he essentially played sort of a middle American guy who finally breaks, snaps and, and loses his shit and, and takes a gun to everyone uh, and, and, and just basically hits back at the system, hits back at people who push back on him, hits back at probably the wrong people, so people working in McDonald's and things like that. But it's that kind of film. The premise of this film is that Bob Odenkirk is a dad of a family with a daughter and a son um, and he quite quickly it's established that he's kind of a bit of a put-upon chap. You know it's a repetitive life that he lives, it's a repetitive suburban life, he wakes up every day, he misses the dustman, he's swearing in the street, he goes for a jog, he goes to office, he checks in, he drinks his coffee, chunk, 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 chunk. brilliant montage effectively showing what my t-shirt I was wearing the other day said which is, don't grow up, it's a trap. And he's in the trap of having grown up. Um, it then subsequently develops that his house is burgled or raided. And in the melee of it all going on, it's a brilliant moment which reminded me a little bit of Force Majeure, that Swedish film in which a father in an avalanche actually rescues himself first or takes evasive action for himself first and actually protecting his family. And then it's how the sort of 
the fractured kind of impact of that decision he makes, how that affects the sort of family breakdown. Well, this similarly starts in that premise that this break, this break-in happens. Uh, Bob Odenkirk's son wrestles one of the one of the uh, burglars, but but Bob Odenkirk pulls it literally pulls his punches and doesn't go to hit them, doesn't go to strike them. So we now have a man put upon, suburban, ordinary, normal, uh, who's been emasculated because he didn't give these burglars what for. He has a neighbour that says, I'd have done this. He has a son saying, Dad, man, what the shit, you know? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you hit them? Why didn't you defend them? Why didn't you take a strike? All that kind of stuff. Male pressure, pressure on male psyche. And then this film ratchets up and becomes a very funny, and I, I have to say, I think the beginning of this film is probably where it's at, at its most clunkiest. It's kind of setting it up and it's very conventional. But then it becomes, I think, a blisteringly stupid and funny critique of a, an ordinary man who has actually an extraordinary past as an auditor, but in these terms, the auditor is someone who uh, effectively goes in and no one else comes out alive from these sort of military or physical situations. He's essentially a top draw assassin-like marine. He's highly trained. He's highly official. He's highly secret, and his past is kept under wraps. And what happens is his daughter asks him, where's my missing kitty cat bracelet? Something breaks in him. And this for me is the bit where I think we'll all identify. I haven't in recent years watched a film where the mounting, escalating violence and the ever more original ways of dispatching with people becomes more and more elaborate and more and more extreme. But this film takes it to extraordinary levels. Uh, there's one particular set piece that's set on a bus where um, a woman essentially is sort of put under threat by this marauding mass of idiotic men who were in a sort of joyriding car next to the bus. Bob Odenkirk is at the back of the bus. And I won't ruin it, but suffice it to say, it's featured in one of the trailers for this film. An incredibly long and elaborate vengeful fight breaks out and Bob Odenkirk channels every conceivable part of what it means to be a man, a dad, um, an individual who's been pushed to the very limit. He deals with these men in the way that I wanted to deal with those men that were wolf whistling my daughters or commenting my daughters or leering at them when they were out. It's absolutely wonderful. And in that sense, this film is so brilliant. It's such a cathartic watch. I was literally yelping, punching at the air. I was screaming and cheering. And I think this is the point of films like this. And I think this is why this film is doing so well. It comes at a moment where we are all full of pent up frustration. We're all full of pent up anger. And and annoyance and what have you. And this very slim plot, it is a slim plot, uh, basically tees up a wonderfully droll, dry-witted kind of um, shoot-em-up, really, in which Bob Odenkirk then really reveals his identity. Well, to us, the viewer, we discover that he is called nobody because all of his past has been redacted. He's a, he's a highly official secret in himself. Um, and then suddenly we, it transpires that he has accidentally killed the son of a major Russian sort of oligarch-like villain. Now this oligarch-like villain is so brilliantly played by Alexei, Alexei Serebryakov, I think. Steps out of car, 
crocodile leather shoes. Tasteless, hideous. He's kind of a bit lanky. He's a bit foul. He's a bit horrible. He's a bit kind of the kind of guy that probably has smelly underpants and just has, he wears shiny suits. Walks into a nightclub. His bouncer or security guard has a line of cocaine on his finger. He walks in, sniffs it off his security guard's finger, goes straight onto stage, croons and sings horrendously and tastelessly with another woman on stage, comes off of there, goes into a back room, meets this mobs, these mobsters, Russian mobsters, and then proceeds to glass his own security guy because apparently he's been kind of not trustworthy with a glass. He is villainous. He is a brilliant, brilliant villain. I mean, you've got to have some class in your villain that when he goes to visit the friends of his son who's in hospital, he fires stuff out of his nose onto the floor in distaste and disgust. He throws a chair at one of his son's friends or colleagues that's in a hospital bed. I mean, this film knows no bounds. And so we have uh, a couple of elaborate scenes in which essentially Bob Odenkirk tries to evade this guy and then seeks to essentially overpower him and overcome him and win the day. Um, the As I say, the plot isn't sophisticated, but there are lots and lots of really innovative, creative, fun, genuinely over-the-top silly. I mean, I, I haven't watched any of the John Wick films, but the trailers show a sort of real desire to kind of take the physical violence to ludicrous, lunatic sort of levels, really, sometimes. And this film does that, but it does it in a really humorous fashion. Um, of course, in there, playing playing Bob Odenkirk's dad is Christopher Lloyd, the Doc from Back to the Future. And I won't spoil it, but there is one moment where you feel Doc, his dad, Bob Odenkirk's dad, Christopher Lloyd, is sat in his old people's home, and you think that's going to be the end of him. Oh my God, it's one of the most brilliantly aggressive, violent, quite breathtaking in its, in its willingness to go to places with bullets and gouging of eyeballs out. And I think, yeah, it's a 15 certificate. So if you're at all squeamish, this is not for you. If you want to go and see something in which an ordinary family man loses his shit, albeit that he has a past where he's actually a trained assassin and killer, but loses his shit, this is the film for you. Bob Odenkirk stays absolutely measured at the centre of this whole thing, as, as ludicrous as all, this, all the kind of stunts and fights and bullets and missiles and all this kind of shit going on happens. As, as mad as all that gets, Bob Odenkirk is, it carves a very solid course through it. And I think because of that, it makes this sort of film stand head and shoulders above other stuff, that, that or, or where this could have fallen foul. The villain is brilliantly matched to Bob Odenkirk, and I don't know, it's just brilliant. And it's, it tees itself, tees itself up with the potential for a, for a follow-up. It's a, it's a sleeper hit in the States. It deserves it. It's fun. It's neatly shot. It's crisply edited. You're going to have a laugh. You'll have a great time at the cinema. This is literally, you'll shout out loud. You'll be like, yeah! It allows you to vent your spleen in a way that not many films do. And I forgot to give it a score. If I was to score this, I would say you'd have to give this, for what it is, it's a B-movie. It's, it's ragged at the edges, it's a bit, it will have been cheaply made, the special effects and the stunts are great, um, the theme of a man down a hole, digging himself out of a hole, uh, that's great, Christopher Lloyd is brilliant in it, a small part, really felt really nostalgic actually and emotional seeing him again. Um, I would give this, uh, and Bob Odenkirk, brilliant, he just, as I say, he's just this sort of, he's a sort of, he's a rock at the centre of all this insanity. I would give this, for what it is, uh, and I know a number of the reviewers in all the papers have been a bit po-faced going, a ridiculously silly thriller. It knows it's a ridiculously silly thriller. I hate it when a reviewer says something like this. 
This film is a ridiculous pastiche of a da 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 da, -da as if that in itself is the reason to not like it. This film knows it's ridiculous. This film embraces and relishes how stupid and ludicrous it is in terms of where it takes us. Um, and I think it's all the richer for that. This film is in on the joke. This isn't one of those action films that think it, thinks it's cool uh, and it just isn't, it's a bit cringe. So I'd give it 85 out of 100. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.